Let's Talk Home Repair is sponsored by Matriarchy Build, who provide tele-DIY services connecting homeowners to vetted pros for one-on-one video consultations. Visit matriarchybuild.com to get guidance on projects as small as a leaky faucet or as big as a home remodel. You can even book a session with Amy themselves. Visit www.matriarchybuild.com. Tele-DIY. Like telehealth? Yeah. Cool. I know. So are we ready? Yes. We're ready. We're ready. Super. So did she warm you guys up for what this is? Nope. Not at all. Oh, okay. I even tried too. (laughs) She said no. She was like, then this is super. So last happy hour, and that was episode 16. That was a fantastic discussion about the trades, about women and and non-binary in the trades and some of those uh, unique concerns. But today we're really having a happy hour. We're doing lightning rounds. Oh, my God. Lightning (laughs) round question. I'll change the order so that, you know, you're not always in the hot seat. But go ahead and say your name, your position with AIMWorks, and how long you've been with AIMWorks, just so we can get familiar with your voice. I'm Shannon. I am a field laborer, carpenter, uh, woman of all all needs, I guess, worker in the field uh, for AIMWorks. And I've been with AIMWorks since... The end of March, and if I do my math, oh man, I'm not ready for a lightning round at all. End of March. <laughs> at the end of March is when I started. You. Yeah, me, uh, Kayla, project manager, been with Amy for some time now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just keeping it vague. Wow. You are, you are ready for lightning round. I'm ready. Let's do this thing. All right, Susan. I'm Susan. Uh, I started with Amy a little over 10 years ago, took a short break uh, about halfway through, uh, came back in 2017 when we started Amy Works 2.0. Yeah. It's a uh, long time. Estimator slash project manager. Super. And who, who are you, Amy? <laughs> I'm Amy, general contractor. And I'm Alicia, homeowner. And we're doing lightning round with the Amy Works team today. All right. Your favorite tool, Roto Hammer. Oh. Roto Hammer. I. It's okay. <clears throat> yes, Roto Hammer. I'm gonna stick with my answer. Um, it was one of the first power tools I ever used when I stepped onto a job site, and I love the raw power. Raw power. Cool. Can I be hey. cheesy and say me? <laughs> uh, you are certainly a tool. Right. No favorite you are tool. A tool. <laughs> favorite tool is my hammer. Really? Nice and simple. Yeah, you can do multiple things in in multiple phases of, you know, finish work to rough, whatever, demo. It's all of it. My hammer's with me at all times. Super. Susan? Oh, gosh. I'm not in the field very much anymore, but I would say my my newest favorite as of the last couple of years would be a multi-tool. Oh, I was going to say that. Sorry. That's Uh -uh. (laughs) Amy? Well, I'm going to say... You can double up. You can double up. No, no, I'll be original. I'm going to say, um, you know, a simple utility knife, but it's got to have a folding blade. You got to have, be able to store extra blades in the handle and change out the blade without, without using a, a screw. screwdriver. Yep. Have you seen the new ones? It flicks that if you flip it up once, the blade is going uh, as a knife. And if you flip it again, it's a scraper. Ooh. Yeah. Hey, ask that. Amy what oh. she got for her birthday. Oh, I got, it's like a, it's like a Leatherman tool. It's like a five in one. You know what a five in one is, right? Except it's a miniature one. Yeah. And it's on a folding handle. So you open it up, boom, you've got a scraper. And then it's got a blade. It's got uh, uh, a saw blade. It's got screwdriver. It's cool. Happy birthday to me. It's in your packet. What's your favorite trick? And it can be in the work that you're doing now, but... More of like a building trick. Oh, gosh. And it doesn't have to be special or unknown, but just what's a trick for doing anything that you're just like, I like that trick. Oh, geez, you have totally caught me off guard. Um, Well, I used to do a lot of work by myself when I worked by myself. And, um, oh, geez. (sighs) Come back? Come back to me. I seriously. Yeah. So my trick, my favorite trick is putting uh, when your drywall mud is pretty hard, almost ready to toss out. And if you warm uh, it back up with your hands, just enough like Play-Doh, 
And then if you have a gap, you can stick it underneath your caulking or you can use spackle. And then when you lay your bead of caulk, it doesn't sink. Mm, so you're using that as like a instead of having to, or something. Yeah, you put it just in the back and then it's just gone, disappears, magic. Wow. Use, use an old... What do you got, Shannon? Um, I think my favorite trick is um, to move large pieces of lumber, like beams, by myself. <laughs> you just slap the claw of your hammer into it and use it like a handle, and you can drag that beam around, and you look really cool, and you <laughs> look really, really strong. Yeah. <laughs> Amy. Nailed it. Um, in order to paint a really nice, beautiful straight line, you take your painter's tape and you tape it down there and then a small tiny bead of painter's caulk on the edge wipe it all clean then you can paint over it and the paint doesn't bleed behind the tape oh i didn't so you know put that. caulk on the tape right right at the edge wipe it all off because what you're doing is you're forcing caulk underneath the edge of that tape sealing that off and then you're able to paint over it. Say you're painting your baseboards. Right, right, right. Right. So you don't you want anything do that. left that you can see because right. you've already squished it behind the little bit right. of tape edge yep. that there and is. Then, and then you paint it, pull that off, beautiful straight line. I have a YouTube video. <laughs> nice. Check it, YouTube. Amy works. Amy works by... Yeah. Coming back around to you, Susan. Okay. Now I know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like a deer in the headlights. Yeah. Um, so once again, I used to do a lot of work by myself, and I did something that I used to call tactical blocking. <laughs> and that was basically because I worked by myself, and I would have long pieces of wood, whether they were joists or rim joists or beams, and I would have to set them myself. Right. So what I would do is I would put this series of blocks up to act as supports so that I was able to lift 16-foot pieces, prop them up on one end, go to, go to the other end, lift them up, put them into place, and I could do that with Joyce. So blocking Joyce. within framing? Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. On the bottom of Nailed framing. It. it was temporary. You would take well, yes, it off right, afterwards, right, right. but it would support. Or no harm, no foul, It was right? basically a second person holding something for you. That's, a tr that's I like that one. That's also too. really good help when you're uh, putting, like, whole sheets of sheeting up off yes. of, off of the, like, the ground level, so you don't have to hold it and nail it at the same time. Mm -hmm. Right. Big help, because I have a hard time, as we discussed last time, holding whole sheets. <laughs> of plywood <laughs> they're pretty heavy they, they are. are they're just the wingspan awkward right awkward all right amy what was your biggest mistake on the job on a build hmm. oh okay <laughs> you know what i'm talking about <laughs> now this was not <laughs> you know like susan and amy I are gonna have the same one. i don't know how i could have done anything no differently this was on not this her particular fault, in this particular case yeah. however it, it did it can't be something that went wrong it's a mistake that you made <sighs> that you learned oh. that we hope that we all learn from man because i mean there's probably a gazillion um, stories that where things went wrong for external reasons but what's a mistake that well, you well no made? i think this this Ultimately, it's a mistake, and there's some process that we could do differently in order for this not to happen again. Okay. okay. Um, but well, the, the, the judges will let you use it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, we were working in a condo, and I was cutting out the area on the floor in the shower area in order to put for the plumbers to come in. So I adjusted the depth on my circular saw to cut out the flooring. Um, oh. and right three quarters of an inch I right as and I was cutting along and all of a sudden I hear this <laughs> and freaked me out had no idea what it, it was because it wasn't massive water whoosh of right air. and it was just uh, just air oh yeah. yes and oh. no idea what it was so I continued to cut that out to figure out what it was I had hit the sprinkler line which was a four inch pipe Nick pressurized just yeah. pipe. Oh. It's pressurized with water first or, or with air. air first before the water comes. So that's what was bleeding out was all the air. So water was on its way. It was on its way. <laughs> and and we it's not like you can go find the water shut off in the unit for that particular thing. So Fortunately, oh, you mean the fire sprinkler. The fire sprinkler. For the entire uh, building. Right. Like that set off a fire alarm. Fire department's coming. 
alarms are going off in the building. There's a geyser. 45 seconds of of this. And then the water came. And um, Susan's running around trying to find the superintendent of the building. (laughs) He wouldn't turn the valve to shut the uh, to shut the fire he, water he, he, off. he didn't know how no oh, he, he did know not how. know well it how. was just a matter of breaking the chain yeah i kept to point it's now, like going turn break that the chain break turn the that chain. no it's it's got a chain on it but it's just that little well i wonder wire. if he's even legally able to do it if the alarm goes off then the fire people when have we're to flooding the off. building he's legally able oh. <laughs> yes my insurance company is making him legally able to do Suit that. that up when oh, a natural yeah. disaster so, is happening. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. So that so, you know, not really my mistake, but yeah, it, it's like, okay, so so that what do we do? Pretty big your mistake, right? I mean, I set my saw at the depth. So this you're you're claiming the the pipe, <laughs> that was, the pipe was too high. Was the in the wrong place. It, it is. It it's not supposed to be subfloor. touching. Sure. There should have been some spacing. But yeah, anyway, that was Oh yeah, that was a good. That was a long. We both afternoon. lost about five years that yeah. afternoon. I was drenched. I had thumb over the hole, and then sucking water were up you with even, a five were gallon. Were you even able to stop the water? No, I mean, no, no, that kind of. I may have slowed the flow just a little bit, but and you couldn't get around it, so it's not like you could duct tape. We it are or... literally. She is sucking it up in the in the shop vac, and I'm running and dumping it and bringing it back, sucking oh, it, dumping it. It's yeah. just this back and forth yeah, and back and it forth. Was... And... Oh my god! Oh yeah, that was <sighs> okay. That I know, right? Upset, I need a drink on that one. <laughs> I need another one. Shannon, um, your your biggest mistake, Ellen. So I don't have like um the. The wealth of experience that everybody and the bar else doesn't does. need to be that high. Please <laughs> um, understand. I'd say probably one of the scariest things that ever happened to me. Just it's always something that like you knew better. Uh-huh. You knew better. So uh, I remember on uh, one job uh, with my last company, we were working on pump jacks, um, rep- repairing some dry rot. Tell us what pump jacks are. So pump people- jacks are um, two big large uh, posts. Uh, made of metal, and in between them, uh, you have two uh, platforms, usually two, maybe one, and you can kind of crank them up and crank them down. But they're used for, you know, working more comfortably on like a whole side of a house on a second story, usually. So they're kind of like a type of scaffolding? Yes, kind of like a movable scaffolding. Um, And we were working on those, and they were up high, and uh, we had on the second story of this house um, that was a large house in West Seattle out on a bluff. And it was oh. winter time. And this was a couple years ago when it was just one of the rainiest winters. And I had to uh, climb up from the ladder. And again, I'm short, so I don't have the same kind of and, and I'm also scared of heights. So I don't have long legs and I and I get nervous and I kind of like half leaped from the ladder to the pump jack and didn't quite make it. And my coworker grabbed me by my armpit and the other, he wasn't too, too high. Like it was, we were probably 10, 12 feet up. Bye enough high to scare enough. you yeah. and high enough to, to hurt, hurt you. you. And my other coworker ran and just grabbed my butt and pushed me up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I was just like, <sighs> wow. and it was just like you shouldn't have done that you could have gotten higher you could have said hey i don't want to do this right mm. right, right <laughs> i don't right. feel comfortable we need to move this ladder closer um all of those things would have been perfectly acceptable if i had just opened my mouth and thankfully i didn't get hurt but if something else had happened if somebody wasn't there to catch me right two people weren't there to catch me i i really would have hurt myself and that's the number one thing you need to avoid as somebody who works uh, Pump physically. Pump are right. scary. And, and they're metal and slippery. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's, um, so yeah. What Just, makes them so scary? More over, over scaffolding. Um, because uh, scaffolding is a lot more rigid. There's uh, a lot more to scaffolding. It's a lot, it's more, a lot more rigid. There's structure. You're, you're tying it off. The pump jacks, it, it's a long pole. You know, you get that wobble. You look at it, it and you think to yourself, "I'm supposed to get up." How? Yeah, and uh, you have you know no where you rail. see the scaffolding How? has like a ladderish like feel to it, mm-hmm. right? 
you rarely see them used. Anymore. I was going to say, mm-hmm. yeah, you rarely They're see. They're probably them. not OSHA approved. I was just probably about to ask about OSHA. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably yeah. not. Yeah. I doubt it. And also, of course. Not going to mention any company names or anything, but... <laughs> this was not... We were not, we're not big on harnesses. Yeah. So. And, and that's just it. You have nowhere to harness off. That's the problem. Right. There's to hold no, on to. No, there's no guardrail. There's nowhere to connect a harness. It's... That would actually keep you it's up. It's pretty sketchy. Yeah. Kayla, oh. your biggest mistake. Yeah, my biggest mistake is actually... Uh, I was trying to be cool. I was sick of being considered not cool. And... I was like, no, man, I got this. I can do, I can do the trim. I got it. It's fine. Um, trim of a inside interior trim of the house, baseboard, doors, windows. Got I mean, it. the whole nine yard. I was just gonna, I was gonna tackle this trim, uh, stair skirts, the whole thing. And I was looking at interior designer plans, which are not bad. Don't let me say that. You know, you get your interior designers and they make plans, but I was taking measurements for my trim off of these things without realizing, well, okay, I see this 90-degree corner, and they didn't exactly account for certain things, or maybe they were, this was falling into this section of the shower or something, whatever. I wasn't paying attention, and I thought... So you're going only off the drawings. Yeah, I... I was like, oh, I could just look at this and say, oh, oh so you were pre-cutting this- a bunch of stuff? Uh, everything, really. Oh. I was just like, you know, I got this trim package. I was left by myself. I was working late. I was trying to earn some extra money. Had the plans out, set up my saw, my saw horses. Man, I felt cool. I was like, yes, sure. I got this. And I'm like, boom. I'm, I'm just looking at things and I'm cutting. I go to take all my trim. And this was the whole trim package that was ordered for the job. No. So... Needless to say, I started looking at these things, and I'm sweating massively, and it's getting really hot in this area that I'm in. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, man, I did this for more than one room, and uh, I learned. So you started you started trying to install, and, yeah, I thought, and, and you they know weren't what? fitting. Hey, I've cut a bunch of rooms. I'm just going to you know, try to get as much installed tonight. That was my, you know, so I thought this room kind of connects to the hallway, so I at least wanted to finish out what my thought of the room was. So I had done enough to do enough damage that we had to order my boss uh, inform me the next day an entire new trim package. Oh. And at that time, that came out of my paycheck. Oh. Oh. Yeah. You can do that? I don't (laughs) think you can. I don't know about Cam. (laughs) I don't know about Cam, but I'm going to tell you right now, uh, if you haven't heard the saying, you're welcome for this. Measure twice, cut once. <laughs> um, and do they the mean that? Actually, measure. They mean that? Yeah, with like taking the tape to the wall. Man, such an idiot. God, I was so mad at myself because I could have done better. But I was thinking, you know, I got this. There's, there's so our drawings. Des- so our designer drawings not technical. It says verify and field. Okay. What I should have done if I was going to look at any drawings is instead of the interior design drawing, I should have looked at, you know, the architectural drawings to at least have seen to myself, this wall was meant to be eight feet long. I then think to myself, what is on this wall? Drywall. Okay. Half inch drywall on the walls, five eighths on the ceiling. I could have done my measurement and said to myself, you know what? It's eight plus a half. I could have I could have deducted a few things to but see I that thought gonna be. at the time trying to be cool again this 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 drawing has a picture of exactly where my trim goes <laughs> everything was right there and I was working by myself I had my music on man I was like cruising you had a fun night you know? for a while yeah really bad, real bad rest night. of the month yeah. really bad <laughs> oh, yeah and that was my mistake was that someone said drawings and I did not ask the right question I'm just so bummed that you couldn't use some of your longer pieces to make up for some of the you know just well, to recut I them could have shorter. yeah but most but of the bigger pieces we had to reorder and so it ended up costing a whole new trim package because we just couldn't just be you can't just to, pick through things that's the, what it was it would was be the, almost more of a waste of time and money to in labor to yeah. try and salvage those things than to just say well, we just need Plus, to depending reorder. on where you order, right? If you order enough, I mean, Susan can verify this. You know, a lot of times done lumber is, well, how many sticks How many sticks do you need? Okay, well, I need three eight-foot sticks and two 12-foot sticks. They don't even ask you how much square footage you're, they just, they've got sticks in stock. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, kind right. of thing. So yeah. they had kind of pre-ordered enough. So. Right. 
I suck. So did you take the trim home and get to use it in your own place? No, no. I don't think I even went home. They made me live at that job for my (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know what? I said how high, and I cleaned for a very long time. A very long time. Very long time. Oh, no. But you know what? Live and learn. Yeah. yeah. Susan. Um, Oh, I got one. Yeah, I think this might be the same one. So I had not been working with Amy Works for that long. And we got this job. Oh, my gosh. I think it was actually up in this area, up off of Lake City. Way. Yeah. And um, it was a woman who had some large windows on the front of her house that she wanted to have replaced. 1970s orange glass oh yeah Ooh. yeah oh it, the oh, burnt orange yes. oh, glass yeah, that's, that's kind of bubble like the amber glass yes oh yes. they yes. make so bubbles so I, love I love that i love that look already nicotine stories right it was two stories so this is where i got some scaffolding and i set the scaffolding up in this like well of an area in front of the house so i could get up to the second story um and i'm putting these in by myself uh what we had done was we had ordered double-paned thermal glass instead of ordering, say, you know, fixed glass vinyl windows. Mm -hmm. You know, we were were trying to save her some money. And anyway, long story short, so we got these, um, these large sheets of glass out there. So I'm up on the scaffolding. I've got everything prepped. I get the glass in place. I get the window stop in. It's looking great. I'm putting the trim up. Oh, wait. Can I, can I preface <laughs> this for just a minute? So prior, face prior says to no. this set of windows, she calls me three weeks before that, and she said, Amy, you're going to kill me, but... The windows that we ordered are too big. Too big, yes. Right. So this is on a the, different project. No, same project. Same project. Same, same project. project. Ah, so, yeah. so that was one set of windows. Got it. That they were custom, so you couldn't return. Right. Because exactly. when I had yeah. taken the measurements, I had gone out there. You can't re- go removing all this trim and whatnot. So right. visually, it looked like I was ordering the correct size until we get you know, out there, mm-hmm. and then we start removing all of the existing trim, and it's oh. like, okay, that's not right. Was so it too anywho, small or too big? Uh, they were Oh, they were too, too big. big. Yes. The it, windows were too big. Yes. Yeah, if it was too small, we could have framed it down. Right. Why, why wouldn't you c- cut a larger rough opening? These were, actually, these were actually finished windows. They were vinyl. Remember they? Because we had those forever. That we oh, yeah. tried, I remember you we tried, tried to, to sell get, for me as yeah, my yeah, control yeah. room. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so for some reason these were actually vinyl windows and they were like nine hundred dollars. So we decided or something like Yeah, that. decided to go a different different route. So I get the windows out there and like I said, I've I've got the paint in, I've got the window stop in, I've got the trim up, and I kid you not. So I've I'm out there with my my nail gun, yeah. getting everything put in, you know, and I'm shooting in um uh, finished nails on the outside. I am down to my very last nail that I have to shoot in on the trim down at the right hand bottom corner. And I shot the nail in and it hit the glass. It hit another nail behind it, oh. curled up and hit the glass. Oh, God. And it's tempered. Tempered so glass. It just. You get this yeah. amazing. What happens is you hear this pop, and so you and, knew what had happened. And the entire pain, like spider web kind of thing. crink crackles. You know, you get this. It's actually a pretty amazing visual to have actually seen. Yeah, <laughs> looks cool enough. So that when the homeowner got home. I'm going to jump to this part in the backup. So the homeowner got, gets up and she calls up Amy. She's like, "Oh my." God, I love the way that looks. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, yeah, that's, that's not supposed to look like that. Mm. Oh, my word. So, so it didn't completely break and shatter out. No, it, no, it, it does. That's form. the whole point of having tempered glass. Okay. But once again, and I did pay for that next window. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to pay for this one. Oh, no. <laughs> so I got one of them in fine. The last one, very last nail shatters it so i had to go out one more time man that's 
dark. Yeah. It's so sad because how would you know? Like, uh, those finished nails, like those 18-gauge and 16-gauge nails, like, they just hit something in there, whether it's a knot or another nail. Something, and it just hooks right back around, and you're like, And it's Mm. always something that you're trying to keep as, like, nice and minimally, like, uh, obstructed or destructed, deconstructed, I guess. Um, (laughs) You know, you don't want to do damage to any of these finished things when you're using those nails. So when they hook around and they make another big fat hole, you're like... Beautiful wood trim. Right. Beautiful wood trim that you've spent hours and hours finishing. Right. So all you all you need to do is just a little a little filler and you get a nail that pops up back through the others. And it splinters whatever it's made out of and just makes it ten million times worse. (laughs) Yep. Terrible. All right. These are very good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so the next one was gonna be the most dangerous. Kind of mistake, but uh, you did pretty good on the dangerous one. Um, so let's go ahead and skip forward. Oh, I have more. I was a framer. Don't we all? Yeah. What was the scariest, most creepy encounter or situation? And I'm going to start with you because you had a, a a good one. I think. Oh, that yeah. we talked about last. Yeah, episode. No, this was just this was just creepy. So when we were doing primarily handyman services, you know. You, Go to, go to somebody's house and you've never met them before. And, and sometimes we don't talk to them on the phone, really. Right. We just email exchange kind of thing. And yeah, we, we'll be over for four hours to do blah, blah, blah. So I show up and guy answers the door, which is fine. Right. And, um, but I, I just got this kind of like, and I'm, I'm a little intuitive, right? Just yeah. a, a little bit. And it's just kind of like, Oh, that's huh. Okay. Um, so I introduced myself and was like, okay, so what do we got? And he opens the door and he, you know, was like, come on in. I'm like, okay. And he said, well, we're going to, the, the work's in the basement. And it's like, okay. And he said, you, you go ahead. You go like, first down the you, stairs. You go first down the stairs. And I'm thinking to myself, it's like, I don't know where the hell I'm going. Why am I going for And it was just creepy. It was, it was like the only time. That in, I don't know, I have probably met thousands of clients, right, right at their house right. and, and different situations and never been, nothing happened, which was great. Right. And he ended up, we did the work for him and he was great and everything, but it was just that kind of, I don't know if I like this so much. <laughs> yeah, right. that, was, that was creepy. Kayla, do you have one? Doesn't oh, they have yeah. to be people <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this was actually, I was working at a cabinet shop and so I had bumped my way up from making the cabinets to installing the cabinets, which, I mean, this is like reality TV. I'm going into people's home and selling some cabinets. So I was already all about this for just the fun aspect. But, um, I installed cabinets in a basement that had one wall of cabinets <clears throat> and three concrete block walls that had chains. Oh. Built into the wall? Installed into the walls. Mm-hmm. One on each wall. And like Fifty Shades of Grey? Well, you know, probably from the room. Darker. From the room? Yeah, a little darker. And, you know, the homeowner. Did you ask about him? The ho- yeah, well, of course I did. Because, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> first of all, um, you know, I want to let uh, someone know in case I don't come back. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, I just said, hey, so... Uh, I see you have some hardware on these walls. <laughs> is there uh I'm assuming it's this wall. And he goes, yeah, don't worry about all of that. And I said, totally wasn't gonna. That's your, it's your business. And he goes, okay, well, how long do you need? And I said, I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> and he goes, all right, well, uh, you can knock on the upstairs door when you're ready to come up. And I was like, oh, okay. But what? Sounds that good. Was that the only door or was there an external yeah, door? Yeah, no, no. That was, uh, I mean, this is an add-on to Amy's basement here is what this was, is that I had gone down and that's what and was that's down what there. Was down so there. you're knocking on the door to get out? To come up, yeah. Ooh. And at the oh. time, uh, I mean, uh, first of all, this is cheating because I worked in the cabinet shop. I know how much this guy paid for all of these cabinets. So... This is a high-paying customer who mm. wants these cabinets. And I thought, well, 
Honestly, I'm kind of funny. I'll get myself out of this somehow. Whatever. <laughs> listen, listen here. All right, I gotta I put I up a couple them. cabs. It's fine. You know, a little scrap mold. Shoot this in. Don't worry about the other three walls. Don't even look behind you. Just do you on this side, and then knock. I'm assuming twice, and you get a go. I don't know, but that was creepy enough when he said, "Yeah, just knock and you know, come on up." And wow. so I did. I ended up knocking once, and he was like. Let's go down and take a look. And I was like, yeah, let's do that. Wow. And he comes down and he goes, exactly what I wanted. Thank you. Appreciate it. You can go. And I was like, cool. Nothing would please me more than to leave. Right? Wow, and to be, dis- <laughs> be dismissed like that. That's yeah, really- no, it was very controlling. Like, just, just, it was awkward. Yeah. And then, you know, you don't want to inspect things, but you're out of curiosity because we're human. And I don't know why, but... You want to know what's happening in this room that you're in. You want a black light and some yeah, of that yeah. Oh, God, no. <laughs> and I just want to be sure, like, uh, I, I would rather it be a sex dungeon than a murder dungeon. I mean, you know, <laughs> exactly. you have to kind of so know. I liked- Whatever you do... For fun and with consent is your own business. <laughs> and the house that well, it was was a, other people. It was a very large house. A lot of people lived there. Ew. I mean, you know, you just kind of <laughs> assume. But you know what? It's one for the books, and that's great. And uh, Did you take pictures. Yes. Okay. I gotta see him, <laughs> Susan. What was your creepiest? Uh, oh boy. I have some scary ones working with Union, but I, I'm not going to go there. It's a long time ago. Scariest was working with Amy Works again. Went Hello. to uh, an older couple's house in West Seattle. I was going to be installing a fairly long run of dryer vent hose, which meant opening up some couple of spots in the ceiling. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I also had to put in a, what is it, a booster pump? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Booster fan. Yes, yes, exactly. So I show up in the morning, uh, and his wife's there. He and his wife are there. He's apparently retired, stays home, but his wife was getting ready to get to work. They were both very pleasant. Wife leaves. I get started for work. Well, around 9, 30, 10 o'clock, he starts drinking. In the morning? In the morning. And I'm like, Okay. Retired. You retired. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. You well, it. Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. And what I noticed was as the day progressed and he kept drinking and drinking and drinking and he would pass through my area of work, he started getting pretty snarly. Oh really? Yeah. Um he was he was getting snarly. He he never said anything inappropriate. Um but his overall personality changed pretty dramatically. Oh, wow. Um, to the point where I was done. If I had not been done by the time that I was done, I was thinking very seriously about leaving. You would have been done. Yes, I would have <laughs> yeah. been done, regardless of whether I was done. So <laughs> I would have been done. Yeah. So close enough to inappropriate or starting to feel unpredictable. Yeah, just starting to feel very uncomfortable. I never feared for my safety only because, I mean, let's face it, with all of it, there are not many of us. I mean, you got tools, you've got strength. Right. But it is an extremely uncomfortable situation. And, you know, just something that we shouldn't have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. What you got? Been mulling through my memories and your Rolodex of scary yeah. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, nope. what's yeah. a good one? What's far <laughs> enough in the past that's not going to hurt anybody's feelings? Um, probably a couple of years ago, different company. I was working with a general contractor that largely I really loved to work for uh, as a sub, and um, they were extremely nice and respectful. Uh, they had a project manager on one of those sites that we had been kind of flirtatious and but in like a we were both from the east coast so it's a little antagonistic mm-hmm. uh working at that point in time with all dudes you know i there's the language was bad the, the you know a little bit body and that's fine i'm fine with that but I was uh, compiling a list of materials that we needed from the site manager. And uh, this was kind of at the beginning of when my bosses said, like, hey, you have an act for seeing, um, you know, what's coming up in the next few days that we need to get. Why don't you do this and give this to this uh, 
project manager. And uh, so I did, and I mixed up uh, my tick marks for my foot and my inches. And we kind of had a little joking <laughs> moment. Oh, you need this many eight inch two by fours. And, and I was like, oh, sorry. Uh, they don't teach that in girls school. Like I, I just kind of made a, a little glib joke and, um, and the conversation progressed on and I kind of was just like, oh, that really sucks or something. And he goes, well, they did teach you how to be a C in girl school. And Ooh. the crowd went silent. Uh -huh. And I'm sitting there with my, my two old bosses and they both kind of look at me and I was just like, no, yeah. we're not doing this. And they were like, no, man, this isn't cool. And they got behind me immediately, but they like, they looked to me and they were just like, is this? And I was like, no, we're not going to do this. I'm not going to make a big thing about it, but this is your one. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and we can all kind of joke around, and but there's like a, a limit, and I need to know that at the end of the day, there's respect. Did it, was it better the next day? I mean, oh yeah, I I, I think he uh, he tucked his tail between his legs because he knew, you know, he worked for a company that if that got back, yeah, he'd be in in deep shit. I had a conversation with I can't even remember who it was, but it was just the other the other day or last week or something, and they're talking about like why women don't get into the trades, why there's not more women in the trades. It was some white guy, right? He's like, why? Because you guys are still in the 1950s and you think you can treat us yeah. like we're second-class citizens. And some of these guys out there in the field are just rude, just absolutely inappropriate, rude, and there's not a whole lot being done about it. And until that is actually addressed then we are still going to have that issue of women not being in the trades because the, the work environment is crappy. But this, okay, this wasn't the topic. We're going back it was to not, lightning. I'm sorry, soon. I just... I, no, but I will want to ask one thing. It's like, at what point to be one of the guys, to be one of the crew even, I mean, we certainly can be body. We're part of a pack, part of a team. Do we want them to be choir boys? You know, you know, church choir boys. No, but why? Do, why not. does their humor have to be at at our expense? No, no, no. True. No, no, no. And, and that's I, and that's what that's it is. Lie. It's it's our, the their their humor. Their aha. This is this is fun. Let's have a good time on the on the on the work uh, place. Is is at our expense. So it wouldn't bug you so much as long as you weren't the butt of the joke. Exactly. Or or using right. and and it's perfect. They they are perfectly capable of being even body. Without it turning, with without it tipping over into something ugly and insulting, kind of, that's yeah, the whole yeah, insulting thing. to borderline right. assaulted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think I think what it comes down to is the intent, and I think we all have either if you put yourself as a woman in the trades, you you are going to experience intent a lot. You're going to know the difference Good between intent and bad. Yeah, right. you're right. going to experience it. And I think one of like the best examples is when someone says the f word. You can say it with your friends and be like, you know, oh man, F yeah. word. And then you could say, looking at someone out in public and someone threatens your family and you can say the F word another time. Yeah. And that is two different meanings, two different intents, same word, but I can tell that there's a different thing happening each time. And I think, I don't mind being the butt of a joke. I mean, crap, I mean, I put myself at the butt of the joke every time. I'm the first one to do it. The intent behind it is, I think, like crucial for people. And I think sometimes some people hide behind. Well, I didn't intend. You know, you. Yeah. That's not that's what I meant. Right. I didn't joking. mean anything. We yeah. can. We it's can like yes, you most certainly everyone. did. Yeah. That's yes. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. and so I think like that you line have, have one opportunity. You know, like I'm willing to give you the benefit of the doubt once, and I will tell you where my line is. Yeah. Um, but there's also passive misogyny of. Can you sweep that? Can you scrap this out? Can you pick this up? Shannon? And maybe I think a lot of people have been brought up in those kind of work environments where the boss drops his bags and everybody else cleans up. But I'm going to try that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you could have seen You can the try looks. that. <laughs> it's try like, that. I, I just appreciate now that we're a little bit more egalitarian and we scrap out together and we roll up together right. and we have those yeah. same, same expectations of ourselves and for each other. That just seems to be a little bit more functional. All right, back to lightning. All right. All right. Bring it back up. Well, Bring it back up. Happy hours. 
It'll be really interesting, actually, to talk about this. This uh, is you know, so much fun. Again, with, you know, Raul Her here or something. Right. You know, yes, saying, yes. Raul is, Raul is our, uh, our uh, other carpenter out in the field, and uh, he wasn't able to make it today. So, but it would have been because he likes working so much. He does. He's he is a great worker. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So we're truly going to try to treat these with lightning. Okay. okay. Lightning speed. <laughs> if you had one task that you had to do all day, what would it be, Susan? Trim work. I love trim work. Trim work. Yes. Cool. Drywall. Night. The putting it up or mudding. All of it. All of yep. it. All right. Structural hardware. <laughs> Joist hangers and straps and A35s and hurricane clips. Love them. All right. She's good and at them. You know what that is? That's that's your neck t-shirt. I'm going to get you a t-shirt that's that says that. <laughs> Structural and that's your hardware. Christmas gift. Yeah. Structural hardware. Straps. Love them. Amy. Lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. You're useless. You're useless. Favorite work vehicle. I love my Ranger. I was just telling Amy how much I enjoy driving around my little Ford Ranger. It's it's a little powerful little beast. It's not too high. I don't have to climb too high to get into it. And uh, yeah, I strap 20 foot pieces of wood to it all the time. Not all, all the right. time, but a lot. <laughs> Amy, you've had quite a few. I've, I've, I change vehicles as often as I change my socks, I, <laughs> and I haven't gotten you, it right yet, so I don't know. You do have a I'm, problem. I'm waiting for that all-electric Ford F-150. Yeah. Man, yeah. can I drive it? Please, yeah, oh yeah. let me mm-hmm. drive it. Man, well, we should look give me a truck, I would wash trucks every weekend, every day for a free truck. Just give me a truck. Okay, you got to, that's on tape, man. I know. What's your favorite vehicle? You've had quite a few, too. Um, I didn't actually own it, but I did drive one oh, for a company. Right. Yes. Uh, one of those Sprinters. Absolutely. Really? Loved it. Hmm. Had enough power? Oh, my gosh, yes. It has a turning radius like you would not believe. Like a little car. It it's, does. It's, it's an amazing turning radius. This one was one of the long ones where you could yeah. not only put a full sheet of whatever the heck you wanted in there, you had a lot of extra room. You could just open up the back doors and they could slide a full pallet of material Ooh. into the back. They're amazing. Nice. Amazing. Low and big. Yep. Yeah. Great. Uh, this was a diesel. Great mileage oh. on oh. it too. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I would prefer a truck out of all of my vehicles. Uh, right now I got a Mitsubishi Outlander. I mean, it's seat seven. So it's big. I mean, That's important. You fit you know, a good amount into that. But I will say, I'm impressed with the little bugger. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it seats one. Realistically, I don't have any friends, so like right. we don't have like seven people <laughs> hopping up in here to hang out on Friday nights. You know, I got golden girls. We got things the, to do. Most but, of Kayla's tools are in my truck right now because I keep right. stealing them. Sorry. Yes, you do. But in my Mitsubishi Outlander that seats seven with all the seats down, I can fit a table saw, a chop saw. I can fit all of my toolboxes, including my roll-ins and roll-outs. I can fit my air compressor, my nail guns. So, I mean, I'm pretty impressed with it, but if I had my ideal, it would be my favorite one would be a truck, Toyota Tundra. And why? To get it higher or what? Um, Mainly because at any point in case the zombie apocalypse starts, that's the vehicle I want to have. Okay. So... <laughs> See, you know, all future lightning rounds are about work, but... um, Okay, in case I need to build five houses at one time to save anybody's (laughs) life. But, I mean, is that the priority to make sure that you can have all your stuff at any one time? It's important to have all your stuff, really. I mean... But aren't you worried about security? I am security. Oh, absolutely. I don't know how many times I have paid for for employees' tools because they've been broken into. The Ranger has a very beautiful cap that, even though... The lock was damaged. Uh, you can just zip tie it together. Um, but <laughs> um, it's it's got a very nice cap on it that is is uh, alarmed. So yeah. you know, uh, talk about like when you were talking about nails when one like hits another one and and shoots out and and now you got to readjust everything you were doing. Right, right. You know, I think it's like one of the most frustrating things when someone says, "Hey, Susan, hey, could you go doing some do some trim work?" You only take your trim stuff because that's what you think. And you come into an unexpected situation, I would much rather have my stuff, all of my stuff, with me so I am ready for anything you throw at me. Bring it on. Nice button on that one. Yeah. All right. welcome. What is your favorite or most essential piece of clothing for work? Susan. 
Um, I love the dovetail workwear pants. Pants. Yes. Uh, pants above shoes. I mean, I think it's a hard question. It is a hard question because our clothing is like our tools, to be perfectly honest mm-hmm. with you. we If we do not have high-quality, well-made clothes that we are not only comfortable in, but that will last for, you know, months. Um, you it's know, your it's, armor. It, it's kind of like going and getting Slack and Decker tools. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Ow! Okay, Just lost that sponsorship. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. we did. Thank you. Oh. What's your favorite or most essential piece of clothing? I'm going to keep with the pants because um, I'm not brand loyal to boots, and it's just kind of like what I need for that given time um, and my current needs. Uh, I will say the Carhartt Force Flex Utility Leggings. Oh. Leggings. Leggings. Are those what you have on there? They're stretchy, no belt, all the pockets... And they hold and up fantastic. And they're more breathable than a regular yeah. Carhartt. And, uh, and they're stretchy. My butt doesn't hang like out. It's good protection. I mean, there. pants aren't really going to protect you if you're crawling around on dirts and rocks. Anyways, I have shot myself, uh, not at this job, looking at my boss, um, with a nail gun, <laughs> through some sheathing. Uh, kind of close to my inner thigh area, and it did stop that nail. Not completely. It was just a little tiny dot. That right. nail did not. And I wouldn't say shoot yourself in the leg with a nail gun, but, um, you know, they're, <laughs> they hold up really well. I've had pairs for, like, three years, and the only thing I've ever seen completely wreck them was hitting myself, also in the inner thigh area. I'm noticing a theme. Um, <laughs> with, a, with a really hot kind of dull multi-tool blade where I was kind of cutting myself, and, I, and it melted through the pant and... Maybe gave you're left-handed me a burn. instead of right-handed. Uh, I think I'm. I'm just floppy, and I do <laughs> dumb things. <laughs> Kayla. Oh man, my boots. Man, I gotta have my boots. Like my whole life is about my boots. I can't even take the trash out, do the dish. I gotta have my boots on. Everything in my life is about my boots because realistically, if I didn't have pants, now I know not everybody wants to know. But you know what I got? I got my tool belt. I got my straps on. Yeah, yeah, I am yeah. fine. I mean, not that I'm going to be working without pants or a shirt, but I'm just saying, I gotta have my boots. Yeah. It's my favorite piece of clothing for everything. My dad worked in his underwear most of the it time. With his boots to the on? best of yeah, us, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, it was just, it was too hot. It he, is. I mean, he would be on the tractor with just his ruse on and bo- everything, you know, boots. But you gotta and, have your boots. I mean, yeah. your boots are like, you know, I mean, you gotta be ready for anything. And I am ready for anything if I've got my boots on. When I first, when I experienced the first earthquake here in Seattle. Yeah. I was living on the third floor of an apartment building, of a three-floor apartment building, and the thing that wigged me out the most is that I didn't have my boots on. Yeah. Because I really did feel that if the building had collapsed, I could write it down as long as I had my boots on. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I'm just telling you, boots are life. Boots I mean, that's what I get. It. That's your important. t-shirt. Boots that's what, that's boots my t-shirt. Life. There you go. Boots are life. Structural hardware I, I boots are life. I also kick, like, I kick a lot of things, so boots you do. are important. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of framing where you're just like, you use <laughs> your a little foot. bit over. Yeah, Amy. Oh, I oh I'm not out in the out in the field. So for much what you at, do, oh, for, for what, what I do, do, um, your swag, I guess your branded you know, shirts. Right, you know, the branded's got the Amy Works logo. I don't think I've seen you in the same shirt. You know, Amy tries have. to be all modest, but she's you know she got some of the like the coolest like collared polo swag. You know, so like <laughs> don't let her sit here and I say it ain't important. You know it. what I mean? <laughs> okay, this is truly fast because go. we're gonna go like three times around on this. How often do you replace gloves? Every time I lose them, which is constantly. Okay, I don't wear gloves. Really? I don't need to. That's why I got hands. Okay. Shut. Sky down. Gloves. When I worked in the field every couple of months. Every couple of months. Mm-hmm. When you worked in the field. When I, how often do I re- Something that gloves. gets replaced. Oh, yeah. I didn't wear gloves. Boom. Interesting. Shoes. How often? Every few years. Every few years you get I that I mean, far. it's when, when the soul gets down. Okay. Every six months. 
Six months. When I worked in the field every six months. Really? Yeah. I have so many pairs of shoes. Okay. I just cycle You're through useless. them. Okay. <laughs> I only own boots. <laughs> All right. How much do you spend on a pair of pants? Mm, 60 to $100. I only buy one pair of pants that cost thirty four ninety nine. $34.99. It's these jeans right here, and I only buy these jeans, and so I only own one pair of pants just... At any one time, and then you just replace yeah, it. Yeah, I have one pair that's, like, super bad, one pair that's clean, one pair that's really nice, but it's the same brand, same pant. For 35 bucks. Uh, mine average around 65 Cool. And you? Pass. M- management? Right. Um, I don't know. That's- okay. All right, and the most important, thank you all very much for all these great insights on you and your work. And the most important question, how often do you clean your truck and that's or your vehicle? And that's not just the outside. How often will you go through your vehicle, pull everything out, reorganize it, clean it, make sure all the soda pop cans are out of your cab? How often? Every six months. Cool. Uh, I reorganize the tool part uh, probably every two months entirely. Um, restructure the layers that it's in every job and completely clean it, which means removing all of the uh, soda cans and all these <laughs> things. That's a completely different story. That's like every like three or four months. Yeah. When oh. I was in the field every couple of months. So total, you just kind of let reorg. it pile up. Yeah, it's and... just kind of total reorg. Yep. Yeah. And where are you at? Yeah, I'd say about once a month. Where you can't depends find anything. It depends on what car. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. This Thank was you, awesome. Alicia. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks to the Amy Works team for joining us this week. If you have any questions, please send them on over to askamy at amyworks.com. And please leave us a review. Have a great week and go build something. Makes me wonder. This podcast is sponsored by Amy Works, a residential remodeling contractor in Seattle. We want to help you realize the dream of your next kitchen, bath, or basement remodel. Check out some of our work on our website, amyworks.com. Give us a call at 206-478-2019 or send us an email at help at amyworks.com.